You're listening to Irish Radio Canada's Home and Abroad and coming up on uh, the 29th at 4pm our time, Tyber Fazlitt from UCD will be virtually telling us about the Celtic origins of Halloween. And uh, I'm delighted that Tyber is with me here. He's a graduate of St. Francis Xavier University down Managanish and has uh, a lot of academic background in the Celtic studies area, and I don't want to spend our time filling that with that. No, no. Tiber, thanks a million for coming along. Straight into it, what are we going to be hearing about Thank on you. Thursday? Well, on Thursday, um, I'm, I've, I've got uh, some material that I've been preparing thanks to the uh, support from my colleagues in the National uh, Folklore Coll- Collection, Johnny Dillon, and uh, Christor McCarty have been pulling some lovely sound recordings um, that we have of memories in the um, in the fonds of the of the National Folklore Collection at UCD um, on on the traditions of Halloween. And what I'd like to do, because of the uniqueness of speaking to um, the Embassy of of Ireland in Ottawa, is bring some of the Canadian traditions as well that we have recorded in the diaspora and and especially in some of the Scottish uh, Gaelic-speaking or Gaelic-speaking communities in eastern Nova Scotia and Cape Breton, where I've done a lot of my own personal field work. And traditions really um, are, you know, they meet up with one another. When we look at the uh, calendar customs around a day, a quarter day, like Ikehauna or Oikehauna, as they say in Scottish Gaelic, it ties into lots of memories that we get in both languages. And as we were just, you know, having a chat ourselves before we started recording here, Austin, you know, your own memories of uh, growing up and the things that would be done to Halloween, they all intersect. You know, we're, 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 we're trying, there's a, there's a bit of fun, a release, a bit of mischief and divilment that's part of that as well. Uh, you've got the um, divination of the future, the memory of family members who have passed and ancestors, um, and, the, and the, the links to the other world, um, where the, the veil, as we say, is very thin between um, our, our everyday world and, uh, and, and the, the she or the, the fairy mound, um, that, you know, as some early, um, early Irish literature described it, you know, nothing is able to be concealed or hidden at this time of year. And, uh, of course, you know, when we think about otherworldly beings and, and the fairy world, um, you know, there are those intersections with, um, the world of ancestors and guidance and those, and those sorts of things that tie into some of the calendar customs we have around, uh, trying to prognosticate the future that you get at all of these, you know, when we think about all, all the, the sort of the, the, those points in the year where you're transitioning from one, um, one pe- period, one season into another. Um, and, and in, 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 in the Ika Hauna tradition, you have this beginning, beginning at the point of an end, um, which really brings all of that, uh, into the cyclical aspect of the, of the ritual year in remarkable ways that, transcends language and time and space as well um, that you can find, you know, links between the traditions we have uh, in Ireland, in Scotland, in the Irish and, and Scottish diaspora, and then, of course, far beyond that as well um, in, in the context of folk Catholicism and, uh, and, and just the, the, what, what people do and what they uh, experience and what they share at these, at these times of year, um, at these points of transition. And, of course, it's coming into the darkest time of the year, so you have that element of darkness. That's it. You're, you, you see that you know, the, the days are fair drawn in, as they, as they used to say when I was living in Edinburgh. Um, you, you see the shortening of the days, the uh, harvest is brought in, um, and there's this moment to account. And that was another big part of the, you know, a lot of the earlier traditions of 
looking at early law. It was a you know time for making it you know paying debts, paying taxes, making an accounting for the year, going into the next, making sure you had enough um, to get through the fallow uh, season. And then there there are more you know enjoyable things because there's time at, at you know as the nights grow longer, there's time to engage in other types of what we could say are some of the most popular entertainments among gales, whether they're in Ireland or Scotland, or, or, or people that are spending time at the hearth side together, storytelling. Um, you know, the, one, one of the proverbs in Irish is, scale, oh, how, and gebeltene, uh, you know, a story from the beginning of, from Ikehauna, from the start of Samhain, all the way, uh, November, all the way through to uh, Beltenia, to, to, uh, to May. Um, and that was, you know, that was a, a tradition. So this is the storytelling season. And we were saying as well, um, a lot of the traditions that we look at uh, some of the ones we'll be talking about is trying to find out. This would have been, you know, young people, young adults, uh, teenagers, uh, thinking about the future, um, trying to look for guidance from um, the ancestors from the other world and get ideas about who they might be matched with. So we have all of those popular traditions of, you know, putting two nuts in the fire and naming them after two people and seeing if they if they if they exploded and went off together or if they went in different directions to determine what might happen. Reading the whites of eggs in a glass, throwing a ball of yarn behind the uh, the chimney, and seeing who might grab it in little rhymes that would be said at that time. But this is also marking uh, the the beginning of the courtship season, which we're saying you know usually it runs all the way from you know from Ikehauna from Halloween through to uh, to Shrove Tide to, to Shrove Tuesday. So, Tiger, unfortunately, we're going to have to wrap up. Their time is our enemy. But the opportunity is there for everyone to get lots more time, and that is at. um, uh, There's the timer. (laughs) And that's 4 p.m. our time here in Ottawa, 4 p.m. on the 29th. Go on to the Embassy of Ireland website, you'll get a link that will be hot that will bring you straight through. And I want to thank you for taking the time, and I'm looking forward to getting more on the spooky and story and, and history relative to Halloween. That's it. Thanks so much, Austin.